A violent sex offender has been indecently assaulting a woman in South Australia just weeks after the High Court granted his release from detention, along with almost 150 other asylum seekers. Afghan refugee Aliyawa Yawari now faces two counts of indecent assault. Another former detainee released in New South Wales is also accused of a new crime, charged with the possession of cannabis. For more, I'm joined by Shadow Immigration Minister Dan Tian. Good morning to you. Is this a sign that all the measures introduced since the High Court ruling, the ankle bracelets, the reporting to authorities, mean nothing? Well, Nat, this is a catastrophic failure. The Albanese government has failed their number one duty, which is to keep the Australian community safe. Uh, Ministers O'Neill and Giles, the Home Affairs Minister and the Immigration Minister, have failed their number one duty of keeping the Australian people safe and they should do the honourable thing now and resign. We warned about this. We said that they needed to have tough measures in place immediately after the High Court had made its decision. They needed to have preventative detention regime in place after the High Court made its decision. They failed to do that. They haven't been transparent with the Australian public about who these people are, why they failed the character test. Uh, There are still three people out in the community without conditions on their visas. We know nothing about them. Uh, The time has come for the Prime Minister to do the right thing and ask for these ministers to resign. And if they don't, Uh, he should sack them. Okay, so they say the court let them out and then they had to wait for the court's reasonings to draft these laws to try and put them back in. So on the 30th of May, uh, one of the ministers or their department made a submission to the court, a statement of facts, which basically led to the unravelling of the case. They were warned as early as June that there was a likelihood that the High Court could rule in the way that it did, and yet they failed to be ready for that eventuality. And that failure has led to the community not being safe. And that is the number one priority of any government, is to keep the community safe. And that is why both ministers now should do the honourable thing and resign. So we've got a university expert saying these new laws that are being drafted uh, are likely to be challenged. So it sounds like it's hard to put them in place. What would you have done? Well, what we would have done is been prepared and we would have done two things. We would have been making sure that we were working with other countries to deport these people and we would have been making sure that in the months leading up to the High Court decision that we were looking at what legislation we could put in place to keep the community safe. We would have been working with the Parliament to make sure that those laws were in place the day after and we wouldn't have been in this mess if that had been what Minister Giles and and Minister O'Neill had done. And the Prime Minister, people are very concerned that he is a weak leader. Well, if they won't resign, he should step in now and sack them, show the Australian people that he does have some strength, show the Australian people when it comes to the number one priority of any government, and that is putting the Australian community, their safety first, that that is what he will do.
It sounds like in the reasonings with the, you know, the High Court release what had happened, they were trying to get rid of this Rohingya man. They were asking the US and they obviously hadn't given a, a good enough answer. Well, the thing is, what, what we've now seen from the High Court reasonings is that they started all this activity um, in the lead-up to the High Court making its final decision. There was a sort of a mad panic, a mad rush. They should have been doing all of this going back to May or earlier. On the 30th of May, we think, we won't know because the ministers will not answer this simple question, they put in a statement of facts to the court saying that they couldn't remove these people. Then immediately after doing that, they began a mad rush to try and do it. Um, so, on so many occasions, both ministers have failed to answer the most basic and simple questions as to what they've done and what they continue to do now to keep the Australian community safe. It, it has led to this chaos, it's led to this shambles, and that's now why they should do the honourable thing. It's time for them to say the Albanese government needs to get its trust back with the Australian people on its number one priority of keeping the Australian community safe, and they should resign. And if they won't do that, Anthony Albanese, people are worried that he's a weak leader. Well, he has an opportunity here to show some strength. If they won't resign, he should sack them. Do you think they had to release all of them? Because there's speculation that they only had to release um, the one Rohingya man who's stateless. So there are legal experts who say that the government panicked, that they overreacted, and in releasing what is now, we think the number is 148, that they, they overreached, they, they literally acted in a way that they didn't need to. And that has added to community fears. You've got to remember, going back three weeks, we had some of the victims of these people who hadn't been contacted, were ringing the police, fearing for their safety. Now, sadly, the warnings were put out then that there was a real worry that these people would re-offend. And that, sadly, it looks like, allegedly, mm. that is what's happened. And, and that's why they should do the right thing now and resign. Dan Tien, thank you very much for your time this morning. Thanks, Nat.